0: Story Club is a national storytelling performance group. Story Club was founded in Chicago in 2009 by Dana Norris. In the past decade, Story Club has expanded to more than half a dozen cities, including Boston, Minneapolis, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh. CNM was thrilled to bring Story Club to New Mexico in the spring semester of 2022. Students in the Department of Theater and Dance wrote, workshopped, and performed their own nonfiction stories for this seven-episode podcast series. Enjoy the show! Joey... By John Sanchez. Once upon a time, my life changed. When I was four or five years old, I watched a lot of wrestling. And because it was network television, or local channels for no one who speaks TV, it was free if you had a TV. And around 2002 or 2003, the only wrestling programming on network television was being made by World Wrestling Entertainment. Or WWE. On the UPN network, every Thursday night, I watched their number two show, SmackDown, because the number one show, Raw, sucked. I don't remember much from 2003, even less from 2002, but I will never forget my hero, Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero. I always loved how he came to the ring in a low rider, complete with hydraulics, and it was never the same from one week to the next. He always lied to the referees and the authority figures, cheated against his opponents, stole victories like he was taking candy from a baby. I vaguely remember when Eddie Guerrero defeated Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship in February of 2004, and when he lost the title in July of that same year. I was sad, no doubt, because the WWE Championship was the biggest honor in the sport. Still, Eddie Guerrero kept on and he eventually found his way back to prominence, when he was set to represent SmackDown alongside four other men in a five-versus-five SmackDown vs. Raw Survivor Series tag team match. Tag team rules, but five men on each team. So when I heard that he had died at school when I was seven years old, I thought it was everyone trying to pull a really messed up prank on me. Even My grandparents didn't convince me until I saw the news, and I knew for real. My hero was dead. Later, I discovered that it was injuries from a near-fatal car crash that led to drug addiction, that led to his life falling apart, that led to sobriety, that led to his death. He was only 38 years old, and if he was still alive, he would be 54 years old today. I was sad about it, yes, but from time to time, his matches make it feel like he's still alive and well. Why am I saying all this? Keep listening. You'll soon get why I am the way I am. When I was 13 years old, I joined the 8th grade football team at my school. I had just finished my first week, and my Auntie Hunt always picked me up from school after practice. But when one day she didn't, my Uncle John and Aunt Vern arrived to pick me up with my then two cousins in tow. At first, I thought nothing of it and that it would be all fun and games. But when my two cousins were around, it usually was. I went home, and the front door was locked. Okay, maybe she's away, out and about, 13-year-old me said. I knew she never not answered the door unless she wasn't here to begin with. So that's the natural conclusion. Despite this, I thought nothing of it. Because maybe she was sleeping. She works hard, I said, deep down inside. I went in through my window in my room because I tried the back door, which was locked. So the window was the best bet I had of getting in and letting everybody in. My two younger cousins followed. What happened next makes me glad they didn't see what I saw. My room is technically right next to the front door and was separated by a wall from the living room, which led to the front door. My cousins... Nine and three years old, went first to the front door. I was behind them, and I saw a body in my auntie Sanchez's kitchen, and the clothes on the body looked vaguely like my auntie Hunt's clothes. I still didn't want to believe it. So I told my aunt and uncle that there was someone on the kitchen floor. My nine-year-old cousin asked me why I said that, and I told him it's because there was one. And he went silent. Thankfully, my three-year-old cousin remembers nothing about the incident. But I had my suspicions, and when my Auntie Sanchez came home and I heard and saw her cry, I knew my Auntie Hunt was dead. Auntie Sanchez's wife was dead, and I am told it was an overdose of some kind. The story adds up, because I also noticed the counter was unusually messy. There was Gatorade and Crown Royal on the counter. And when I looked at it, that's when I saw her. There may have been a pill bottle or two there. She would have been 32 if she lived to November of 2011, and would be 43 years old today. Let it be known that it is no doubt traumatizing to lose a hero of yours at 7 years old, or to find someone you know, someone who lived with you, took care of you, dead. But I'll be real. Those two incidents do not compare to what happens next. I now bring you to the present day. I will introduce you to someone I care about very much. To keep them anonymous, I will call her Joey. Joey is the best. She has a pug, and that pug is one of the sweetest dogs I've ever met. That pug is practically your son. There's a hamster and a lizard that I haven't met yet, and I'm looking forward to it. She has a smile that lights my world up every time I see it. She loves to draw and to watch animated movies and shows. Her favorite color is yellow, and she's an original fan of 21 Pilots, and doesn't forget to inform me every chance she gets. She occupies my dreams every night. Most importantly, she has the kindest heart. I learned some months ago that Joey was diagnosed with cancer. I panicked. I was afraid I was going to lose an important piece of my life. An important person in my life the only person since I was 13 who made me believe that happiness was possible and that I was capable of goodness. Thankfully, Joey has beaten it successfully, and lived live the long, healthy, and happy life she deserves. Which is good, because she still has a lot of life left to live at 22. Even though there was a high chance of survival, my past trauma led me to believe that what happened before would always happen again. My past experiences and my memory told me that the past will always repeat itself. To this day, it still does, and I am afraid that it will happen again. There's something I have to say, and there's many more reasons to say it, so I'll say it when I see you next. Right now, I just want to see you. I learned at a young age that no one lives forever. Last year was a harsh reminder. 23 years old, and I've probably seen more death than some people my age have in their entire lives. I've lost so many people in my life, and not one of them affected me like the sheer idea of losing Joey did. It aged me about ten years. Life's too short to wait for opportunity. It's too short to hold grudges. I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. I don't want to be anything other than me. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I want to know right now... What could it be? I want to live and grow old with you, because when all my dreams come true, there's someone standing next to me. Her dreams have come true as well. It's you, Joey. It's always been you. Who am I kidding? I can't wait to say it. I love you.